Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Sunday. Man, cannot wait for life groups today. Man, so excited to dive in uh, to really what's what's the point of the differences of the gospel? What's Why is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all different? And do those differences mean that there's contradictions? And then we're going to further dive into the story of Jesus tempted in the wilderness, which I'm just excited for. But uh, today we're going to continue to walk through Isaiah and Isaiah 15 and 16. And man, I really hope you read this on your own. And as you read this on your own, uh, two chapters together, because remember, we say this often, just kind of remind you is that the numbers on the Bible are not inspired, right? So we literally had a scroll of Isaiah and then people put in those numbers later to help us get to places. Well, Isaiah 15 and Isaiah 16 is both a prophecy against Moab, right? The people of Moab. So they kind of go together. So I would read it all in all, all in all. See if I can do math in my head. It's nine, uh, 14, what, 23 verses. So it's not that much. Okay. So I'd encourage you to read it on your own. And as you're reading it, it's kind of weird. Right? You ever get to those places of the Bible where you read it and you're just kind of like, what's happening here? And this is kind of odd. It's kind of one of those places because it's speaking about a prophecy against Moab. And typically, um, and this is especially weird when you think about where the Bible just was. Remember yesterday, we, we talked about how Israel is going to be able to taunt Babylon, right? Is the Babylonians who were oppressing Israel is now going to be underneath Israel, right? That Israel is going to be risen up over their enemies, how the gospel and how God can completely flip the narrative of your life, right? And so you have passages like that in the Bible that are really victorious over over the enemies of God. And that's what makes this passage weird because what's kind of weird is it's a a pretty emotional description of the judgment that's going to come against Moab. It's not really this like, you know, we mentioned trash talking yesterday. It's it's not really this like victorious trash talk, like, hey, sucks for you kind of thing. It's not really that mentality. There's there's really a, a weeping that's going on here. Uh, and, and to think about this, you know, I was, I was reminded of this in reading it is, is that God's justice is something that we should rejoice over? Absolutely, right? Like we rejoice when the justice of God is done. We, we rejoice when the justice of God is accomplished. And that's a great picture of Isaiah 14, right? When, when Babylon, the people who overtook Jerusalem and ransacked Jerusalem, when, when God destroys them and raises up his people over the enemies of God, man, that is something to rejoice in, right? I mean, so ju- the justice of God can bring forth rejoicing, absolutely. But, but rejoicing and weeping does not always have to be separate. I think that's something we think that I think oftentimes we, we put ourselves in a box too much and we limit God and we limit our emotions sometimes. But I want to say that again. I don't think rejoicing and weeping have to be separate because can, can rejoicing come from justice? Absolutely. When, when you see the justice of God prevailing over the enemies of God, absolutely. That is something to rejoice in. That, that is something that we should uh, be joyful over. That should produce something inside of us. Absolutely. But at the same time, that that should break us a little bit because we we realize that there's people who who don't know Jesus, right? 
We, we realize the heartache that sin can cause. We, we realize the brokenness of yours and mine and the people of the world's are sinful nature. We realize that. And, and so the justice of God, I think, can bring forth both things. And I think both things are an okay response. To, to we rejoice over the justice of God, but, but when we see sometimes people that have to experience the justice of God, we rejoice in that. But, but here Isaiah, is it's a very emotional chapter as he talks about the judgment that Moab is going to receive. And so I, I'd encourage you, I'd encourage you, is, is in thinking about this and in thinking about the justice of God and the emotion that that brings forth is, man, we need to share the gospel, right? Like we have good news to share that, that Jesus paid it all for our sin, that Jesus died for you, that Jesus died for me, that Jesus died for the random person that walks by you in school, that Jesus died for the person that you pass by in the store, that Jesus died for the person that you're playing against on your team or playing with on your team. And, and let that reality of the gospel that Jesus loves them, that God has made a way for them, let, let that reality push us to share with them because I don't want to see the justice of God end in a negative way on their life. I want to see the justice of God to, to where they get to topple over their enemies, not the justice of God where when they rejected God all of their life and then his justice is executed on them. Um, and so this is a heavy passage. Like let's not, uh, I think sometimes we, we get in church and, and if we're not careful, we, we think passages like this are scary and they are kind of intense, but we kind of hedge around them and we freak out about them. No, let's embrace it for what it is. Is, is Isaiah on one hand in the chapter before, for is rejoicing because of the justice of God, but but here the justice of God is is causing him to mourn for the people who are experiencing that justice. I think both things can be true. So man, let's share the good news of people. Let's share the good news of people that man, when, when the justice of God is revealed, when the righteousness of God is revealed, it's already been revealed in Christ, but when Christ returns and the kingdom of God comes to reign, man, let's challenge people, let's share with people so that we can all experience, man, the justice of God that allows us to topple over our enemies and not allows us to be dealt with because of our sin. And so I hope that makes sense that, that maybe sometimes I do these podcasts and I feel like that's kind of confusing. And that's the great thing about this because you can DM our Instagram page right here. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, man, go over to Instagram, uh, go to my email on our church website, or if you got my number, text me and let's talk about it more. Uh, but let's think about that today. So I love you. Can't wait for life groups and we'll see you today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.